hey, this is Trevor. Sorry, I can't come to the phone right now. But if you leave me a message, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Now let's talk about it. Okay, Tom Brady retires and so what? So what? He did this last year. I think he lost that moment, that special moment. It is what it is. The dude's had a lot of special moments over the years. Maybe we'll talk about Tom Brady again retiring. Who knows? Begsy, call me back. Good morning. Begsy, 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 my guy, my brother. How you doing? Hey, I'm, I'm doing good. You know, the world is a better place today because Tom Brady decided to spend more time with his kids. Wow. And uh, I respect that decision because he should have retired last year. You know, wow. he got greedy. I don't know what the hell happened in his life. Obviously, some shit went down. Wow. Um, but, uh, yeah, now, and now he's deciding to spend more time with his kids, and, and I'm a fan of that. Wow. Wow. You should be what do you mean, come on, man? No, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, like, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen with Tom Brady, his family, his children. It's Tom Brady's Tom Brady, okay? Just, he's just a really, really polarizing figure. And I, I wonder what really happened last year. I feel as if like there's a chance we might have like an inside look into it somehow, some way. Even though we don't really deserve that because it's his family and him. But it was truly fascinating stuff. You know, he retires. Family seems happy. He comes back. Divorce happens right away. And fast forward 12 months later, or 10 months later, 11 months later, it's it's like, for what? For what? For what? For what? Interesting times. Nonetheless, again, oh, was, go ahead, go ahead. We, we know for what. It was for his his first losing season since his rookie year. You know, he wanted to, uh, he wanted to go out like he came in. <laughs> <laughs> Just crazy times, man. Tom Brady, man. Tom fucking Brady, man. I think, I think the... Again, the, the the aura around the GOAT's retirement has kind of been watered down due to last year's announcement. It's his second retirement again in 12 months. That being said, I think we can use today as a moment to remember just a bit. Because again, we're not going to see another athlete like this in a long time. Because it, it, like, you need the accolades to back, back it up and it takes time to get the amount of accolades Tom Brady has had. Maybe Patrick Mahomes is the next guy to do it, but we won't have that answer for another 12 years, 13 years. So I'm going to ask you, is Tom Brady the best athlete that you got to watch in your life? Because again, we didn't watch Michael Jordan, etc. Yeah, I... You know what, I, I, I think I have a, a bias against Tom Brady. Like, I've just never been the biggest Tom Brady fan. I'll say this. He is, he is the most the most clutch athlete I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say he was the most spectacular athlete. I don't, don't want to say he was the most gifted athlete. The guy got shit done. He won a ton of big games and uh, mm-hmm. always showed up when the moments were biggest. And that's, that's going to be his legacy for sure. Um, I, I'm not great thing the names on the top of my head but I, I i just have a hard time calling him the best athlete i've ever watched you know he's guys are the most athletically gifted guy in the world by any means but he's just uh, he's just great at the game of football and he's got that clutch gene and that's uh, that's what made him so great yeah and i wonder how much i consider winning a skill trait 
when I bring up this whole notion that he's the greatest athlete ever, because again, a lot of people do bring up the fact that he's more of a system-based quarterback, and yeah, he's a great thrower of the football, but he check downs a lot, and he just does the little things right, and they accumulated to a lot of big things and a lot of Super Bowls, whereas you see guys like Aaron Rodgers in his prime, and uh, you know, a lot of people are talking about Patrick Mahomes being the best football player ever when it's all said and done, and a lot of that's based on the skill set and it being more, not just groundbreaking but no it's just that they have more groundbreaking skill like they transcend the game i don't know how many quarterbacks are growing up yeah wanting to play the it's game it. like tom brady yeah it's a bit more free-flowing game now like on the shit that patrick mahomes is you know obviously he could run like every quarterback nowadays but just a little flicks the sidearm throws little dumb passes like just the way he reads the game and makes decisions on the fly is, is unbelievable to watch so it is I mean, personally, I would say Patrick Mahomes is, is a better athlete than Tom Brady. I have no doubt about that, but Tom Brady's just more accomplished. But again, that's the, like that's when I have to bring up the whole thing about winning. Like, don't don't you think winning is a bit of a skill trait on that attribute chart for real? Because it's not easy to do that. And I know you mentioned you know the whole clutch thing, you know, but don't you think that that being so high for him, that clutch rating, don't you think it kind of spreads out throughout his whole skill rating? You know, and it's part of being an elite athlete, you know, being clutch. I feel as if we talk down on Brady quite a bit because of those things, you know, again, because of his three-yard checkdowns and him, you know, needing three throws to complete, make one first down happen, blah, blah, blah. But it's it's a, it's a winning formula, you know, and he won a lot of games. A lot of games, bro. This guy just kept doing it and doing it and doing it. And ironically, I just watched a, uh, it was against the Seahawks, the game-winning touchdown drive that he had against you guys eight years ago, and it probably shouldn't have been the game-winning touchdown drive because Russell Wilson threw the pick in the end zone, but it was, and it was just classic Tom Brady, you know, doing all the little things right, making the right throws, and marching down the field in a high-pressure moment, and boom, bam. Minutes later, Julian Edelman is in the end zone, and it's like, damn, we weren't surprised. This guy's done that so many times in his fucking life, and he did it again in Tampa Bay. He did it again in Tampa Bay. He beat Patrick Mahomes. He beat the best athlete, right, in football history pretty easily. Yeah, yeah. And that was, again, an extremely efficient game. He only had 201 yards passing, but three touchdowns. Yeah. It was, I'm just looking at it now. It was the highest, the highest quarterback rating he ever had in the Super Bowl was against Kansas City. Yeah. 125.8. When he was so. 52 years old. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the longevity is the big thing, too. And, uh, you know, he, again, maybe when I think of the best athlete, I'm thinking of guys with just a supreme speed, strength, mm-hmm. skill. Um, I think Tom Brady did a good job taking care of himself, both, both, both physically and mentally. Uh, and he was able to stay in the moment and win those big games. So, And, and this guy was ripping off Super Bowls with like early in his career, right? Like what, he wins in his second season in 01, and then he wins in 03 and in 04. Like, they talk about his first, um, like, through his first four seasons in the NFL, he wins the fucking Super Bowl, you know? Crazy. And, and how yeah, old was he when he beat Kansas City Real Talk? Was he like 44, 43? He was, um, yeah, 44. <laughs> that's fucked. Uh, yeah, that's insanity. Let's that's see, ins- is that right? That's I don't know, crazy. is that right? Is he, but regardless, if he's 40, 41, 42, 43, you know, winning a Super Bowl at that age is ridiculous. Yeah, and- yeah. And to do that against Patrick Mahomes is even mm-hmm. more ridiculous. But, you know, Tom Brady does Tom Brady things, and he retires for the second time in, what, 
13, 14 months. It's... I think less than that. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know the numbers. It's just gone by think, so fast. Oh, man. I, I think he, it was maybe like almost a year ago to the day where he lost the LA Rams. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, and the NFC Conference Championship. So it's, 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 he's already retired twice in less than a year. Yeah. That's cool, man. You know, shout out to retirement. I can't wait to when do you think you're retiring but like i feel like i'm trying to live that life where every day kind of seems like the uh retirement life you know what i'm saying where i'm kind of doing what i want to do you know right. what i'm saying yeah so for sure, man. who knows when i'll actually stop making things or being a part of projects but i do look forward to those days i wonder how those days feel like when there's absolutely nothing to do i think you hear it all the time how people complain about that you know if, oh, if you have nothing to do you're gonna go crazy whereas to me it's like i don't know i don't know would i go crazy because i feel like i find like little things to do maybe they wouldn't be project-based or work-based but i'd fill out my day i think i would do a lot of walking and a lot of reading and and chill with my wife and I'd have a good time. Yeah, fair enough, man. I, uh, I think about that too. Um, I don't know, I'm a pretty hardworking guy. Day job, side jobs, talking, talking to you, bud. Um, but yeah, I think in retirement, I still want to be doing some of the things I love, which, which to me is, is talking, talking sports and writing about sports. Oh yeah. So yeah, we'll see. But anyways, what am I, we're 30 this year. I, I think I still got into 30 years to go until I'm, retiring so yeah uh we gotta have a few more conversations before then a few more conversations uh do you ever do you ever feel like when you do retire and you have those long moments of silence because you're talking you're talking about like day after day after day where you're having less and less things to do and i feel as if you'd be in a point in your life where you do a lot of reflecting i think i would do that for sure you know if, if i'm like 55 60 and i'm quote unquote retired and i'm just thinking a lot about life I wonder how that would that would feel like. Would I like would I be proud of myself? How much how much crying would I do? Because you'd reminisce, you know, you'd reminisce about moments and the family members and the friends that you've made and lost and it would just be like a whirlwind of emotions. Maybe that's why people are scared of retirement slash claim that you can go crazy because of the things you'd end up thinking about. Yeah, that's, that's a great point, man. It, it's funny. So, like in my in my day to day, like I, I do talk to clients about retirement, and one of the big questions is, you know, what are you gonna do with retirement? It's it's great that you have the money to retire, and in that sense, already, but you need to be mentally ready too. Like, what are you gonna do to, to fill an extra forty hours a week or whatever it is? You know, I think you gotta have a plan. You gotta have a purpose. Mm-hmm. And it's gotta be for the long term. Like, it's gotta be for the long term. It can't just be like, oh, I'm gonna golf five days a week, even though I almost never golf right now. Like, you're gonna get your well, you're gonna get sick of that. So, you know. That's nice for a couple of years, and then maybe like, oh shit, I'm sick of golf five days a week. What am I going to do now? So I think you got to have, have a bit of a long term plan too about like what retirement's going to look like before a you get there. Long term purpose. I think the simple thing to do would be, and I hope I get to this point in my life, uh, it, it would be to just, my purpose would be to spend more time with my family. That would actually be my only purpose. And I think you'd be able to fill up your emotional quota by doing so. If again, you were spending that time and not annoying, you know, like not clinging around and being a fucking nuisance to 
your family members. I'm, you know, it's, maybe it's not the most appealing thing to chill with your grandfather slash father all day, but just like little things like that. I think that would be uh, that would be my purpose. Or again, uh, philanthropy. That'd be kind of cool, just to kind of spend yeah. a lot of my time giving back and see how that builds up. Again, my quota on my way out from this yeah, world. Plan, buddy. Because that's yeah, what matters, that's, uh, bro. That's what matters, bro. People matter, bro. Strangers matter too, for real. I know we uh, we grew up, uh, you know, we grew up resenting strangers, and rightfully so, you know, because the only example that was brought up was like, oh, don't, don't fucking talk to strangers. Don't get lured in to a stranger's car because they're offering you candy. You know, this notion around strangers was always so negative. But I feel as if I'm going to get to a point in my life, and I want to get to a point in my life where I'm helping strangers out. For real. Yeah, I, I think it's a good thing kids are taught that, though. I actually talked to a coworker this morning. <laughs> she, told, she, told, she told me a story about how she almost got kidnapped oh, when she was, like, 10 years old in Surrey. Ooh. Um, and it was, like, the whole, like, yeah, classic race van guys come out of the van kind of shit. So I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, kids don't talk to strangers. Adults, yeah, talk to strangers. There you right? go. There you go. That's simple, simple. I like that. Kids don't talk to strangers. Adults talk to strangers. That's, that's the right shit. And I'll make this last <laughs> note. I mean, I'm assuming you're your client or whomever you're talking to is a bit up there in age. And around that time, like, I feel like around the time, like the 60s, 70s, and 80s, like the Lower Mainland and Vancouver, and I feel like it's still around here. You know, we've talked about this many times. They're just weird people. Like, I'm talking serial killer-like motherfuckers around here. So, yeah, don't don't talk to strangers, man, if you're under the age of 18, for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True enough, man. True enough. I agree with you there, bud. Yeah, okay. I'll let you go. We'll talk more about life another day. Dude, just call me. Call me one time when you smoke a joint or something. You know, we'll chat about chat about what's coming next. There we go, bud. Yeah, I don't do a lot of smoking during the week right now, but uh, on the weekend for sure, I will, uh, I'll give you a shout. Okay, cool. Peace out.